everyone. This is Stephanie Krubsack with the Purevant Living Women and Wellness Podcast. Today I have guest Jennifer Nowicki, owner at Cultivate Taste and certified tea specialist. So thank you so much for being here today. Uh, thank you, Stephanie. I appreciate you doing this for me. Yeah, we are currently at the River Coffee and Cream in Wrightstown. It's a lovely little coffee shop on the river, so great view. It's <laughs> a so good choice to film here. <laughs> so if you hear any coffee noises in the background, um, just know that we are at a coffee shop. So. <laughs> Um, so let's start with how did we meet? All right, uh, we met in, uh, it was about over a year and a half ago, close mm -hmm. to two years ago, um, and how to grow a creative business. It was at the Hub in Green Bay area. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was a great class. It was, uh, what about a, a month-long seminar? I think so, yeah. We yeah, so. met weekly or something, if I remember right. Yeah, we met once a week for about a month. And yeah, we had two instructors training about all the different steps of starting a business, being an entrepreneur. So it was really great. We had a really great class. I'm still friends with a lot of the people we had classes with. So That's always a great thing, isn't Definitely, it? Definitely, yeah. And it was at the eHub the e Center, which is next to the farmery where they have the aquaponics center, which is really cool. So yes. yeah, really great area. So All right, so tell us a little bit about your background. I've been drinking tea all my life. I just remember drinking it, especially with my grandmother. She would have um, tea when, afterwards when we were um, from her homemade meals that she used to make uh, from scratch. Um, it, it's, it was just a really fond memory we used to do. Um, and then eventually, as a young adult, I became involved and discovered loose leaf teas, and I did that in uh, when I was in Seattle, and then in 2005, I enrolled in the Specialty Tea Institute in New York City, and I became immersed in the actual world of tea, and that's where I found my passion, and I became acquainted with tea estate owners, tasted teas that weren't available in the United States, that was some of the perks, and developed the palate, and I learned from those experts, and I am the only certified tea specialist in Wisconsin, and I've been that since 2009, and I'm still pursuing the education that I have with them mm -hmm. in the Institute. Very cool. That's a cute story with your grandma. I know my first tea experience was, was with my grandmother as well. Sitting on her lap, she'd have her Lipton warm lemon tea. So, <laughs> yep, definitely. So tell us more about Cultivate Taste, your business. All right, well, Cultivate Taste, um, what I do is I source, I blend, and I sell loose leaf teas, both um, wholesale, uh, direct consumer, which is basically I have a physical location and online, and I strive to source organic, fair trade, whenever possible, um, directly from the farms across China, Japan, Nepal, Thailand, Laos, India, Taiwan, um, and I also don't use candy, sugar, or flavorings. And flavorings is what mo a lot of teas, when they do blend, they use. And I do not do that. And I also use very eco-friendly packaging because I've used that when I had my other business. That's really great. So tell us more about that, the type of packaging you use that's eco-friendly. Um, it's basically, it. I like the packaging because it's simple. It is opaque it's not clear okay so because that will deteriorate tea oh oh okay. the sunlight exposure exactly okay and exposure yeah deteriorates the tea so it mm -hmm. you can't see in it okay and that's i mean that's why i choose the packaging i do i also um 
when I was looking for packaging, I was looking for different pa um, things, and this one seemed extremely eco-friendly. That's actually mm -hmm. what it was stated, environmentally conscious. So I, it worked, it mm -hmm. aligned with my goals and vision, so that's yeah. why I used what I used. That's and really great. So. so is the opaque material paper then? Uh, there is paper, but there is okay. a lining in to keep it fresh. Okay, kind of like the wax lining? There okay. is some lining in there. I think it's, I'm not trying to remember exactly what's in there but it's not wax but it, there is a lining in there to make sure because yeah obviously paper with tea because even though it's there is only a small percentage that has um i guess water i can't remember if it's six or seven percent but there is so that would probably eventually affect it if you didn't have a lining in between and okay. also keep the freshness because yeah. of the porousness of paper yeah, well, that's very true, too. And I know, like, a lot of times when you go to, like, a tea shop, it's in a tin. Is that a good way to store it? Um, or it can be, mm -hmm. as long as it's, you can't see through it. Okay, so it has to be fully, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Keeping uh, the light. Yeah, that's actually, when I did take my classes, become a certified tea, it was, like, one of the T101 classes. The very first class is, like, if you go into somewhere where it's clear, that usually means that they're more into marketing than the actual value of oh, the tea. Oh, interesting. So you can like see the actual leaves and okay, yeah, herbs. and that's so that they're not really into serious about tea. That's actually what I was t t told. So that's why when I go to places like that, I, I, I mean, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to be rude, but I just kind of uh, like okay. They like the concept of tea, and maybe they, but they're either new to it or it's not taken seriously. Yeah, okay. That makes total sense. That's really great. And I know one thing, too, I learned about teas is that um, when you have, like, a black tea or green tea, it's about the way the leaf is processed. It's not actually a different leaf. Nope. It, you so. can make uh, the exact same leaf. You can make it white, green, black, oolong, pueres. It's probably... So interesting. Though... You can technically do it, but it's probably going to be better. You know, there's certain type of leaves. It's, tea is actually very similar in, to wine. Okay. In that the terroir, the, the weather, and all that can really change and affect the tea. And ah, also okay. the cultivar. I mean, the type of um, plant, the certain plant that you use. I can get really technical, and I don't know if this is going to interest people, but... Oh, no, <laughs> I think it's very interesting. But, yeah, it's, there, you know what I mean? There, there's certain, like, strawberry plants. There, you, you have different type of strawberry plants, you know what I mean? That yeah. can grow, mm -hmm. and certain ones grow in better areas and stuff like that. Or the you, soil affects it, yeah. Yes, and the climate, and, you know, the weather, and, yeah, all, all that affects it, so... So that's why sometimes, even in the same tea estate, um, each year the tea will be slightly different because it depends on the weather affecting Interesting. it. Interesting. And sometimes yeah. the health and the age of the plant itself. Okay. So, though there can be plants that are thousands of years old. Wow. In China, there are, if they're growing wild there. Okay. Very interesting. So, what is one environmental factor that affects the taste you'd say that you can really recognize in tea? Like what makes it sweeter or more bitter or the things like that that affect it or? Um, it can do definitely do that. Um, I know that when you'd have 
tea from Japan because it's an island. It tends to have a little bit more of a, um, like, not like seafood seafood, but you know what I mean? Oh, it interesting. Has, that kind of the, like sea flavor. Yeah, yeah sea okay. flavor yeah. to it. So it, it just does. Or the saltiness of the. <laughs> there is some of that too. Okay, yeah. Um, though it, and there's also how it's processed too. Okay, that's so neat. Yeah, I can, as I said, I can get really into it. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's very interesting. We'll keep it high level. So just if you're interested in learning more about teas or, yeah, yeah, it's it's great to know those facts. So definitely. So I know with your business, you're concerned about, yeah, the quality of tea, not using sugars, your eco packaging. And at one point you had a shop where you did like food as well, too, and to kind of like have a whole experience. And you do kind of like tea parties and events like that, too. I did, yeah, I did do that. That was at the when they had the tea parties. They were actually at my physical location. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I used to serve afternoon tea there, and actually, when I actually had my tea room, I actually somebody within the first month or two asked to have a bridal shower there. Oh, that's a great idea. And I end up ha- and I'm like, yeah, sure. I know it wasn't technically in my business plan, but it aligns with what I want to do. So why wouldn't I? So I did that, and then my place there actually became known as, as there was a lot of bridal and baby showers that happened there. Okay. So. Yeah, very. Why not? You have the space, and you have the healthy tea and food <laughs> pairs. It brings well. people. Yeah. You know, people getting together. I like that concept too. You know, people getting together because I, I don't know mm-hmm. it sounds yeah no it's really great and I'm sure listeners are curious about like types of tea I know a lot of us know tea is very healthy good alternative for caffeine to coffee because I know like black tea has equivalent to coffee am I no. or is it more oh, no. or less uh it's probably almost the strongest probably tea unless it's enhanced some other way okay is we'll have about half oh half okay wow that's a big difference okay I would say at the most, maybe it might be a little closer than that, but no. And no matter what, how much, no matter how much caffeine there is in tea, there is the L-thionine, which will mean that you L-thionine, don't get the jitters. Okay. Oh, okay. So it's a, I guess, a calming uplift. Because oh, of that. okay. That's really good to know, actually, because I know I can't have more than two cups a day, then I will shake. <laughs> So that's really great. It's a calming effect, but yet brings you up. Yes. And then does green tea have even less caffeine? It'll have, it depends. I would say um, for, for, I mean, black tea tends to have probably some of the most. I would say though matcha probably does have. Oh, matcha. Might be okay. right up there. And that's because you're ingesting the leaf itself. Mm-hmm. And because technically. Because oh, it's blended up. Well, no, actually, tea has technically more caffeine than coffee, mm-hmm. but during the extraction process, you know, okay, yeah, you can extract it easier and better out of coffee or the coffee beans versus out of the tea leaf. Okay, but ingesting the actual leaf itself would mean that you get more with the matcha because they blend it up into like a powder. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a powder. So. Okay, I would say that would probably actually might be the one that has the most, but I would say most. If you have a Chinese or that style where it's pan-fired, it tends to have a little less caffeine than oh. when you um, than they pan-fired the Japanese as usual method. Steaming it, okay, and letting it like soak and or steep is probably it, the correct term. No, no, it's, st- <laughs> it's it's steamed in the process of making the tea itself. Oh, before you actually okay. Yeah, this is in the actual processing of the tea, 
where they steam it versus pan firing it. Okay. Yeah, and, and then also with Japanese, because of the being green, it's is that it has a thicker liquor. Uh, liquor. I mean, when you're drinking it, it's thicker that way, and it also has the umami. Okay. Sorry. Hmm. No, <laughs> it's it's very interesting. And again, just to clarify, so if I'm understanding correctly, so matcha is still green tea, but it's just the bl- blended actual leaf itself, versus yes. green tea is just steeped. That um, you're steeping it out of the tea, right? Is that yeah, a yeah, good kind of way yeah, to just okay? Yeah, they're, they're all green matcha and green tea are all green teas, but the difference with yeah matcha is that it is the actual leaf ground up. And I feel like it's gained popularity more recently. Like I feel like matcha was not a thing, you know, five years ago, or not a very popular thing, I should say, available in most coffee shops. But I love it, by the way. But <laughs> uh, I, I used to sell a bit of it when I when I have my tea room. So, but yeah, I guess I think it depends. On where what area you're in, because I was gonna, because I know if you go on the coast and stuff like that, it's been, oh, it's it, yeah, and I've seen it in used in food also. Okay, yeah, definitely cooking with it. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I know that again, you stay away from you know any sugars, things like that. Do you use any dried fruit or things like that in your tea blends, or is it more the leaf itself? I do use s- some. Fr- dry fruit and some um you know i'll use different herbs spices um and stuff like that i and some of mine also yeah okay besides using the pure leaf yeah so more like spices and just natural flavorings yeah yeah well well, yeah it wouldn't have a yeah i don't use any the only one that i use in oil is my earl grey because Oh, the bergamot. bergamot is traditionally used. So I don't even use oils. I don't use flavorings. Wow. Actually, okay. in the teas themselves. It's either it's coming from direct from a dried, you know, pe- uh, orange peel or, yeah. it's, you know, that's where the flavoring's coming out. Mm-hmm. That's really great. Because I know, like, sometimes you buy some tea in the store, like in a box, and it says, oh, other, other natural flavorings. But what does that mean? I mean, naturally, you can get away with a lot, I feel. So who knows what... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It prob- yeah. When it says natural flavorings, it's yeah, questionable. <laughs> it is very questionable. So we'll stick with your teas. <laughs> so, um, and do you have? Because um, I know you do some like pop up shops, things like that. Do you have uh, your website as well too? You sell from, or what's your? How could people order tea from you? Oh uh, yeah, you can do. Yeah, I still have mine f- till for sure the end of the year. Though we're trying to see if we can extend that, and I am looking for a permanent location. Perfect. But yeah online my website is in the process of being redone so maybe that might be but i do on etsy and i've just started some on amazon and there's a few other small and i do do a small other sites also okay and etsy do you what is the best means you i would say etsy especially if you're going for the tea because it has the whole um range of it okay i'm just starting on Amazon, so it's I just have a few of them, and I have just one size there. I'm just trying to test it out before I, you know, Mm -hmm. go into it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah, we'll have to check out. We'll put links to your Etsy site and all of that on this episode too, so they can give your tea a try. And I know that we had a friendsgiving recently, so you brought over some some of your tea, which is really great. Um, So yeah, definitely some really good stuff. And it's nice to know that it's you know you source it like all naturally and you don't have to worry about anything added in it so I really love that as well so I know we just kind of touched upon this you have a a current pop-up shop 
So what are some other initiatives you're working on? Or you can talk about the pop-up shop a little bit more too as well. Um, I am currently like, I'm going, finishing another business plan. So I had one for my other one and it's trying to find a more permanent location because eventually I do really want to own a tea room again. And it's just that, and it's just increasing my wholesale and my online sales is basically what I'm trying to accomplish. Yeah. Getting it all and eventually having some employees because it you know, would be nice to focus a little more on where I'd like to focus and have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe go. have assistants actually processing or kind of putting the tea together or like the blends and or ordering. Also that, and if I have a tea room to have people, you know, there, and I could maybe do... Oh, yeah, to actually host and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know, cashiering and yeah. doing all that other stuff. Um, and then I could, you know, if there were certain events, I could be doing those there and just making sure that it's run well and then taking care of the, yeah, the rest that way. Yeah, that's really great. And I really wanted to touch upon this a bit more. So you are a certified tea specialist, and I think it's very i mean amazing that there's only 150 about worldwide i mean that's at the most yeah that's very very that's huge you're the only one in wisconsin one of 150 worldwide and i know you recently took a trip to china as well too this year so do you want to talk a little bit more about that what that entailed all right um that basically i was about it's probably about eight-ish people in the united states we went we were representing the united states tea industry um we Basically, we had to pay for our airfare, and then the rest was on the Chinese government. We were in two world tea conferences where they were really trying to impress us and the other leaders for the tea industries throughout the world. Um, That's anything from uh, England, France, Japan, Russia, and there's Indonesia. There was, um, I'm trying to think of all the... Bangladesh, Mm -hmm. um, India, everywhere. Um, And we've got to see different tea ceremonies. We um, were, got to see different tea plantations or tea gardens. And we actually, there was a lot of business side to it too. I was introduced, had a formal uh, introduction where I talked to people from different, who had different tea gardens in different countries to, you know, to see, if I would u- buy or and or use their teas, um, there was where we did policy for the tone for the tea industry for the world. I was part of one for the small. T- it was a small tea garden thing, and then there was a larger one also. So yeah, we were. I was in the room. I didn't actually physically say anything, but I could have quite possibly. It said you know put my input in. I was just observing it all and stuff so it was pretty cool that's really great yeah to be yeah part of that you know and that's very cool and tell us more about the actual certification process how what did that look like to get that that title um title let's see um well it took i started in 2005 and i got in 2009 Mm -hmm. part of the reason that took as long as it did was they were still producing some of the teaching of it you know the different classes oh, okay. so it's really new but yeah oh they started in 2004 and mm-hmm. i s- knew that they had it i just couldn't go that first year so which is fine i mean 
I don't have to whatever about that. I, but yeah, that went to T101. There was T. Uh, there was a T102, and then those those were the first two levels. And then the third level, there's like five or six classes. We went to specifics on different types of teas. Like you know, there's a specific class just for black tea that was actually two days, and that was all these classes are at least eight hours. And as I said, the black tea was actually two eight-hour days. Um, and then you're sipping tea that whole time because that's how you develop your palate. And there actually okay. was a class specifically where I where it was cupping, so you're developing your palate even more. And that's where they're bringing in teas from countries that, you know, and certain teas that aren't there aren't normally really exported out of those countries oh, that wow. are consumed okay. locally. Mm-hmm. And also some of these people were trying to you know process a little with some teas and so they bring some really nicer end teas there and then I know I haven't taken it yet because that's a level four and I've only started on one class on a level four but there is a class specifically where you taste teas that are bad so you can understand and see Mm -hmm. I mean they were showing us some you know some things also there. So it's like, oh, don't go for that. You know what I mean? That's showing some mold. That's showing, you know, yeah, all this okay. stuff. So hmm. the whole, con- I mean, it's a pretty involved process that yeah. we took. How many levels are there? You said you're starting level four? Um, yeah, I had started level four uh, a w- probably around 2009, 2010. Um, but I think they only have a, le- a level four at this time. They were okay. going to eventually have it more. Um, but I think like the level five is basically going to the different countries and being sponsored. And that's where Mm -hmm. we went to China and then, yeah. So that's really great. And all of this was in New York that you had to do the training. Actually, I never took a class actually technically of there. I've been to New York, but not for the tea industry, Uh um, was in Charleston, South Carolina. I went to Atlanta. I was in Las, oh, Vegas, all over. Okay. Las Vegas quite a bit. And then uh, San Francisco. Okay. Well, it's nice kind of all over. So yeah, <laughs> very cool. So I'm guessing a pressing question for listeners would be, okay, what are the health benefits of tea? I know we all know it's good for you. Um, I know we talked briefly earlier about matcha, high in vitamin C. What are some, some specific health benefits and things that tea brings to your life? Okay. Um, well, as I said before, there it does have the caffeine, so there's the uplift, but you have the L-thionine, so it keeps you calmer. It's so the it's jitters. Not, yes. Okay. Um, there's um, antioxidants, um, all tea. And, and I've heard people say that there's specific teas, but all tea can help you lose weight because it increases your metabolism. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I mean, it's not major. I mean, it's not like all I drink is, you know, tea, and then <laughs> the weight comes off. Yeah. I mean, there's, like, anything. But anything that can help, right? That's, yeah, that's more how, it, yeah. I mean, and I know if green tea can help with, um, what is it, um, with, is it not, with blood pressure, high blood pressure. Oh, wow, okay. There is enough studies on that, and it's been pretty consistent for a while for that. I mean, it's nothing super major. I mean, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. As I said, anything I say about the health benefits, it's not the cure-all. It won't be. But, I mean, there's several cancers. I know with white tea, because I know this, because my grandfather died of Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's and um, dementia, you know, 
all that. White what, tea helps with that? Yes. Okay. And I just, just because that always stuck in my head because of my grandfather. Um, with green tea, especially Japanese, they have the ECGCs. Many green teas will have that, but it's more intense in there. Um, but the, all tea itself is health, healthy. And all tea usually can help with certain type of cancers. There might be little ones that black tea might be able to help a little better. Green tea okay. might be able to, or white. I mean, but mm -hmm. they're all tend to be healthy that way and help. And what type of tea are you drinking right now? I'm drinking a jade oolong because I have okay. a thing for oolongs and okay. I like greener <laughs> oolongs. It's very nice. <laughs> so do you drink um, any coffee or is it all tea? I've, <laughs> I've tried coffee okay. several times to try to develop a taste. For me, it, I've never developed it. Okay. Know, I've always tried, but... Yeah, so we're more drawn to tea. Oh, I, yeah. I've, and so that's why I, I've, I've stopped that probably about 10 years ago, but I used to. Every once in a while, I've tried the cheap. I've tried the more expensive. I've had yeah. friends like, oh, you won't be able to taste the coffee. Yes. And you still I do? Oh, yeah. I feel like it's a yeah an acquired palate. Either you like it or you don't. Um, I know for me, I used to work night shift at a paper mill locally okay. when I was in college. So that's I, I had to drink coffee to stay awake. So that's <laughs> kind of how it started. I love tea as well. I'm really into matchas right now. So And like green tea. So mm -hmm. Yeah. So is there a specific event or experience on your personal journey that led you to where you are today that well, you'd say? I would say besides my grandmother, um, when I was in Seattle, I lived, used to live there. That's actually where I started to really taste really good high-end quality loose-leaf teas. Okay. And that really got me intrigued. And then I would say after that, the really important was doing the specialty tea institute because i really got a really thorough knowledge on okay. about teas through them and i just I, the um i would say the um seattle started the passion and and then when i went through went through the classes through specialty tea i just knew this is what i wanted to do the rest of my life yeah that's so. really great you want to tell us a little bit more about seattle what you did with your time there um it wasn't tea related. Oh, okay. But that's but that's where you fell in love with tea. Okay. Yeah, yeah because I, <laughs> mm -hmm. I've always been pretty adventurous on food and stuff like that. So yeah, I, I'm there. I mean, Seattle has a huge age of population. So I used to go to the grocery stores there, and you know they have, you know there's there's a Chinatown there, and I think there's a Japanese. I don't know if it's actual Japanese town, but they have a. Um, a Japanese tea garden there and I've gone to those and stuff okay and, Very and nice. there's actually a f at that time there there was a couple tea rooms there so mm -hmm. great great yeah so that's where I started in Seattle and your grandma <laughs> oh yes so what are some of your short-term and long-term goals to help improve wellness and women lives in the community well um I'm more than happy and I've done before um I've taught um the health benefits of tea. Um, I've done even more, um, and I'm more than happy to do that in con you know, conjunction. I would eventually I want to have a tea room where I can actually have some of those events, and I also would be more than happy to bring in other people who have their different aspects of health and wellness and stuff like that. Yeah. Also too, because I really. I, as a, I've been in the natural food and gourmet industry for almost 30 years, so wow, it's, 
Yeah, it's in your blood. (laughs) Yes, and and it is. It actually Mm -hmm. is because my grandmother was, my great-grandmother on my, my, that one grandmother's side was a herbalist. So, Oh, that's really great. So, I mean, it's, Mm -hmm. I guess it's in the blood. Yeah, definitely. More than anything. Well, we'll have to do a workshop together, so. (laughs) So what does wellness mean to you? Oh, wellness, I mean, well, tea is an aspect of it. Um, I would say that it is, um, I actually see it as a very holistic thing. I think it's you, how you eat, how you, you know, you work out. Uh, I think it's mentally, emotionally, psychologically. I think there's so many different aspects Mm -hmm. to fully be a well person. Yeah. And I also see it also, too, is, is that, Sometimes by being well, sometimes you have to, you know, if you eat the cheesecake every once in a while, that, I mean, I don't think it has to be so strict that way. I mean, yeah, yeah. I understand. In moderation. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's a good, good way to look at it, definitely. <laughs> so, I don't know. So, I know one um, ritual you probably do is, is tea daily, but is there anything else that you do daily or weekly that you'd encourage listeners to incorporate into their lives? I've been doing yoga for a while, and I do Woo-hoo, like it. yoga. Yes, <laughs> I do. I, I enjoy it. I, I I think it helps much more. I mean, there's a physical, I mean, where it physically helps you to exercise. Yeah, it does. But there's other aspects of it, too. And I think sometimes people underestimate how much it ha- does physically help you out, too, in certain ways. It's because they're like, oh, that's easy. You're not, you know, I mean, you're not running a mile, but... But you get really, like, worked, yeah, it's... Oh, yeah. You, know, you get out of breath, and you sweat, and yeah. Yeah, it, you can definitely do that. And there's so many different aspects of in yoga itself, too. Oh, that's true, different types, like restorative yeah. versus, like, a hot yoga Bikram. Yep, and then there's um, Kundalini. I have a friend who was into, who did that, and I used to go to her classes for a while, also, besides other stuff. Um, very nice. And actually, I did have friends in, when I lived in Madison who did laughter yoga. Really? Yes. What is that about? I have not heard of that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> laughter yoga. We have to hear about this. Right. I had <laughs> these friends, and actually, that's how I learned about it. And that's, I was like, yeah, I'll go to classes. Yeah. Um, is, is that this is started in India, and okay. it's where you f- sometimes have to fake laugh because your body doesn't realize that you're getting the health benefits of it. And it actually, it's... You do these like ho, 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 hee, hee, and they just act really sometimes silly. And sometimes it's forced, especially in the beginning. But yeah, it's been a while. So, I mean, they were nurses who were trying to bring it to the Madison area a bit ago. Gosh, that's probably over 10 years ago. So... Hmm. I, that's really cool. Did you find it helpful? Like personally, did you really like oh, it? Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, it was really good for the lungs and stuff because okay. you know you're breathing. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's in the abs because when you laugh, you tend ex- to <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it, it and it's also really good for people who maybe are can't do a lot of some of the actual physical stretches too. Is because at least it's you know you're not being as physically active that way. It's you do it from a chair, right? Oh yeah, you can do, okay. And mm-hmm. that, you know, like anything with yoga, is, as they say, you know, if you can't s- sit this one out or if you modify it, it's yeah. totally acceptable. At least they use your breath work. That's like half of it. Or oh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot important. of breath work. And yeah. it, I think that's really mm-hmm. where it's more focused on is that, okay. too. Did you feel happier after, too? Actually, kind of, <laughs> yeah. Because okay. even though sometimes you were, like, 
and, and that's part of it too is, is sometimes you're fake laughing but eventually most of the time you end up really la- end up laughing and stuff anyways because it's kind of hard really not cool. to yeah <laughs> so it was, it was fun and I don't know if I mentioned that I'm um, getting certified right now. I'm in the $200 yoga training. Yeah, I don't think we talked about that. But um, uh, my instructor did say that they're in like yoga practice. If you have kind of like a soft smile on your face, like in a meditative spa- state, that can help bring like joy into your life. And it's just kind of interesting that, yeah, even if you're not happy at that moment, if you smile, how can you not be happy from smiling? So it's kind of neat. Like a smile is contagious, they say. So it's kind of a neat thing. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I don't know. I, I, as I said, I'm not the yoga expert. I just, when my friends are doing things, like, yeah. oh, I'll try it. Yeah, that's great. That's a really great ritual. So yoga and tea. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. A good rule to live by. So what is um, a personal mantra or theme song that kind of gets you going to start your day or kind of redirects your mind to a good mindset? Well, I, I don't have a full of mantra. I wish I should because I have, I mean, the yoga and that they're very into doing that stuff. I do have a quote that I actually really like. And this is a funny thing is this is from Judy Garland, but I always like, it's always, always be a first rate version of yourself and not a second rate version of someone else. Cause hmm. I think it's always important to be the best you that you can be Yeah. versus trying to, you know, imitate somebody else because you're not going to be as you know what I mean they're going to be the best version of themselves and you're going to be the best version of yourself and I guess that's how I yeah I really like that and I like Judy Garland too so <laughs> so very great so are there any last minute yoga or sorry tea tips <laughs> or things you'd like to tell listeners um uh, let's see tea itself um I don't know I guess it I wish little more people were a little more open to trying you know a really good high-end quality tea and just actually taste it and taking the time to properly taste it because I think sometimes you know it's I guess I see a lot of mindfulness naturally coming from because it's a little slower yeah stuff so I don't Mm -hmm. know I like that yeah mindfulness naturally from enjoying tea Mm -hmm. I I see how it really works and that would be wellness in and of itself because if you're mindfulness that's going to make you a little more of a healthier person I think or bring yeah wellness into your life more yeah mindfulness is, is huge right now and it's really good to be conscious of yeah, what you're consuming and I think yeah if you kind of slow down a bit really enjoy the flavors of the tea that's yeah that's, yeah, that's a good practice definitely so how can listeners reach you all right well I, well, you could um, reach me through my website, mm-hmm. cultivatetaste.com. You can also use my email. It's info at cultivatetaste.com. And you can always go to the Etsy site, and it should be Cultivate Taste. And I'm trying to remember if it's Cultivate Taste or is it Cultivate Taste 1 on there. Okay, we can add a link to this yes. episode, and, yeah, they can check it out. So I, I don't have that fully here right okay now. <laughs> well that's perfect yeah so we'll have the links for everybody to reach you and thank you again so much for talking all about tea today i learned a lot very interesting a lot of things i didn't know about tea i hope listeners enjoyed too so thanks again so much for being here well thank you stephanie i appreciate you taking this time and actually letting me be interviewed i appreciate that a yeah, lot. yeah definitely well everybody have a great day and thanks again for listening